Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're continuing Proverbs chapter 15, looking at verses 8 through 15 in the New King James Version. The Word of God reads, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But he loves him who follows righteousness. Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way. And he who hates correction will die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord. So how much more the hearts of the sons of men? A scoffer does not love one who corrects him, nor will he go to the wise. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools Feed, feeds on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil. But he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. That again is Proverbs chapter 15 verses 8 through 15 in the New King James Version. And this again is titled, The Words of of the wise. I'll be back to share our thoughts for meditation. This is Hope Scott. I'm your host for five minutes in the word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast. You can continue to listen on anchor.fm. But if you subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Tune in Radio, iHeartRadio, or any other major listening platform, you'll always know when a new episode is available. Thank you. Again, we are uh, going through Proverbs. We're at verses 8 through 15 in Proverbs 15. Solomon begins this section by speaking about sacrifices. Let me read it from the Good News Bible. The Lord is pleased when good people pray, but hates the sacrifices that the wicked bring him. The Lord hates the ways of evil people, but loves those who do what is right. And that's verses 8 and 9 from the Good News Bible. Solomon understood uh, offerings And he definitely understood sacrificial offerings because that was part of uh, temple life, of going to God's house to worship. And uh, the different occasions, occasioned different types of offerings. So there was an offering, the turtle dove offering, the um, offering for the, the feasts, for all of their feasts, and I can't remember how many major feasts they had. But remember, there were major feasts. And when there were feasts, there were always sacrificial offerings. 
So Solomon understood offerings and he observed that sometimes the offerings that uh, were that were brought to God, they were wicked, they were insincere, put it that way. The sacrifice of the wicked is was probably made uh, they weren't sincere or they did it for the purpose of appearance to look righteous and sometimes we do that to ourselves when you have these they haven't done it you know in a year <laughs> when you have these uh, church meetings and the, uh, the person that's conducting the offering will say well who has the first hundred who has the first 500 and just to you know that has to be that's to be seen when you think about it if you give to your God give to God in secret he rewards you openly so uh, think about that oh and I thought about the widow's might she gave all she had versus the uh, rich person she gave out of her need he gave out of his riches which one was sacrificial we have to think about that. Which one was uh, sincere and which one was just out of appearance? And then I thought about Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, yeah, Sapphira in the book of Acts. Remember, they uh, pretended that they sold all that they had to give to the ministry and they lied and lost their lives for it. Was the, the, um, was the sacrifice sincere? Or was it for purposes of appearance, to appear righteous? God prefers righteousness and justice over outward displays of religion. And he sure doesn't want an insincere sacrifice. Just like we don't want anything that anyone gives us and they don't really mean it. And we're not God. We're just humans and we don't like it. So just think about our father when we're bringing him uh, our half of our hearts instead of our total hearts. God values faithfulness and obedience over sacrifices. And I took a long time on that section, but let me hurry through. Uh, the second verse, verse 10, uh, tells us that God rejects... Um, the, oh, doesn't say God does. The one who rejects God's loving and uh, correction seals his fate and uh, Solomon says his fate will lead him to death and you can think about people who choose to do their own thing whose lives they wow and out but God they're they're making their choice by the lifestyle they lead verse 11 says um, and I'm reading this from the Good News Bible not even the world of the dead can keep the Lord from knowing what is there. How then can people hide their thoughts from God? And that's verse 11 in the Good News Bible. Satan wants to deceive us and he tries to evade and elude divine awareness, but God sees everything. God saw him when he went to, uh, to Job. And he sees through all of his disguises as he tries to attack us and to seduce us. Though he's sly and subtle, God still has his eye. He's still in control. It says that he knows what, uh, where, where Satan is. He knows what's going on. 
And then it talks about those scoffers again, those people who have this mocking attitude when you're telling them the truth. It prevents them from finding wisdom. Uh, the, the Good News Bible calls them conceited people. They don't want to be corrected. And again, just think about people you know like this. And no matter how you try to tell them to change their ways, they're going to do what they want to do. Then verse 13 talks about uh, those who have deep sorrow of heart uh, may display their broken spirit. And we need to observe both the happy and the sad with understanding and sympathy for both the merry heart and the heart of sorrow. And verse 14, I think every, every section has something about fools. Fools feed on foolishness. And then the last one, uh, verse 15 in this section, the life of the poor is a constant struggle, but happy people always enjoy life. And that's uh, the Good News Bible translation of that. The life of the poor is a constant struggle, but happy people always enjoy life. So even when we're in a state of uh, maybe we're not where we want to be financially. Maybe we're not where we want to be uh, in our health. Maybe we're not, not where we want to be in our station in life. Maybe we're having problems in areas of our life. God is, uh, well, Solomon is saying happy people always enjoy life. So no matter what's going on, we still look at it that God is in control. I look at my glasses always half full. Let's pray. And oh my gosh, I have gone over so, so long. But thank you guys for being patient with me as I'm learning and I have to learn how to modify my notes and stop, act, you know, adding ad libbing so much and just stick to my notes. But Father, again, we thank you. We thank you for this Lord's Day. Thank you for blessing your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.